views and opinions expressed by callers, guests, and hosts do not necessarily reflect those of the Black Talk Radio Network and Black Talk Media Project. Black Talk Radio is new black media for the new millennium. Hello and welcome to this broadcast of Black Talk Radio News. Of course, my name is Scotty Reed. Uh, before we get into tonight's topic, let me just go ahead and say again, uh, I'm sorry to my audience, uh, especially those subscribed to the podcast through the Black Talk Radio Network uh, com, but I haven't been putting out a lot of podcasts and the overall Black Talk Radio Network stats have suffered uh, as a result, but I hope to be rectifying that program. I mean, that problem started tonight because um, I know a lot of people do uh, count on me to bring them my perspective and, and to bring some facts, to be quite honest with you, when it comes to the stuff that we see in the media, whether it's dealing with social issues or uh, political issues, which they're all interconnected anyway. They all intersect. Um, but before I get started on tonight's topic in searching for justice for Brianna Taylor, but more importantly, setting the record straight, because we have unfortunately have seen uh, partisan politics play a role in this case. A lot of propaganda, meaning uh, propaganda that is incorrect information that's actually misinformation concerning her case in the attempt to demonize uh, Brianna Taylor. Uh, for her own murder. Um, so we see a lot of misinformation on social media. That's always going to be a problem and that it is why, that it is why it's on each and every one of us to make sure, you know, we check the record, we check the facts and just not simply uh, believe memes like in a related um, person related to this. I just found out today that uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Cameron, the uh, Kentucky Attorney General. I think his name is Daniel Cameron. And we'll be talking about his role in this cover up and the killing of Breonna Taylor later tonight. But it was information being put out over about the past week that I saw it. Uh, and it was being shared a lot more than one person in uh, uh, that shows up in my news timeline on Facebook shared this video and another person shared it as a comment. And it was saying that Mr. Daniel Cameron was married to the granddaughter of Mitch McConnell, who is of course the Senate majority leader out of Kentucky in the, in the uh, U S Congress. So that's turned out to be false information as I was doing my research in preparation for going over this timeline uh, with with those who take the time to subscribe to the podcast, watch the videos and what have you, and them, you know, get the show notes where I always link on blacktalkradionetwork.com in my BTR news feed, um, the, the information, the sources that I'm citing uh, to you. But the beautiful thing about video um, is you're able to see a uh, real time or actually able to see what I'm sharing with you, and you can see the websites yourself or the news articles yourself. Um, that's just a disadvantage that you have with audio-only podcasting. But, you know, we remain committed to putting putting out information in both for, formats to just increase our reach with people to combat all this misinformation 
information. So before we get started, um, check out, we got some new podcasts on blacktalkradionetwork.com. For those that don't know, I founded this uh, media outlet in 2008, and it's right now being managed by the nonprofit. I also founded in 2008, Black Talk Media Project. Um, but that's how long we've been around and, you know, uh, excited to uh, bring some more podcasts on, like you see featured here, the Harsh uh, Reality Podcast. So that's a new podcaster on Black Talk Radio Network. Make sure you go check check them out. Um, if you have a podcast and you're looking to target an African-American or the African diaspora that consumes media over the internet or through their smartphones or tablets and PCs, laptops and what have you, it's just no shortage of ways people are connecting. And there is a digital divide and, and you know, we do want to address that um, from the uh, nonprofit standpoint of Black Talk Media Project, but more and more people are are gaining access. Um, so, but you can support all that by just going to blacktalkradionetwork.com, help us distribute these independent voices by just clicking on the donate button and make a donation of any amount. Um, you can set up a monthly subscription, weekly subscription. It's really up to you. A dollar a month, a hundred a month, how, how much ever you can afford and how much you believe in the mission of Black Talk Media Project and, and this particular project, the Black Talk Radio Network. Another way you could join us is by Black Talk Radio, uh, by joining the Black Talk Radio social media community. And it's just simply known as BTR Community on blacktalkradionetwork.com. Just look for the big giant B, uh, the white B in, in the black background. And uh, you can take out a subscription for just $24 a year to this private social media community um, where you will also find my links, which I've already published when I do these podcasts and I, I um, line up my sources, then that's where you will see them published first. But I do try to link to them in the blacktalkradionetwork.com for the public um, post where the podcast is uh, based at. All right. So, yeah, check that out. You'll also get a free subscription to, speaking of blacktalkradionetwork.com, to all the podcasts that are offered and distributed through the platform. So that's a social media community, a private network that you can join, and you'll see more of for those watching the video stream later of that where I pull up these sources. Um, but you also get a subscription to You Won't Miss a Blog Post or a podcast, a new podcast on the network and that's just $24 a year, just ways that you could support the media operations of the black talk media project. So that, you know, we can stay as independent as possible, you know, in this, in this capitalist society, a lot of times he who pays the piper names the tune. And so since 2008, we've been able to be play the tune of the people and just be a conduit, if you will, for the expressions of what we're hearing in those in our social circles and what have you. Again, the African-American and African diaspora community. All right, so let's get that out of the way. Now, uh, let me just stop sharing for a moment uh, here. So let me just say this right off the top. I'm very disgusted with just 
all the people who are putting out this misinformation, participating in this campaign, and it's mostly a media campaign, both social media, and then we have people like Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal, uh, both who in the past have strong, have shown a strong allegiance, blind allegiance. It's, it's no long, it's nothing wrong with backing public servants and supporting them. But what, what's wrong is when you support the blind corruption and criminality, uh, when we're talking about homicides and cover-ups, and then when you had a documented evidence. So, you know, sometimes these celebrities and what have you who have, they're known as influencers in media. Um, that's why they get millions of dollars to do uh, Papa John commercials or whatever shot Shaq is, is hocking now for whatever company. Um, he gets a lot of endorsement deals. I, I, I see him, and so, but they are they get paid that money because they're influencers, right? And they have a huge influence outside of, which is drawn on their base of, of basketball fans, sports fans, or for whatever field that they were in. But when they're making ignorant expressions and casting doubt, um, I think Shaq said something like she was in the, at the wrong place at the wrong time, or maybe. Um, that was attributed to the Kentucky Attorney General, um, Dan Daniel uh, Comer again. I got to pull up that information. Um, uh, Daniel Cameron uh, is his name, um, who is not married to Mitch's granddaughter. That's that's fake information. But the real uh, his real bio is bad enough uh, on social issues and political issues. But somebody said. She was in the wrong place, Breonna Taylor, that is, at the wrong time. And as I saw someone on social media comment, which I agree with a thousand percent, is that how you going to be at the wrong place, in the wrong place, at the wrong time, and you sleep at home, in your bed. You're not at the club where, you know, they playing all this violent music, people is drinking and consuming alcohol, and they had on Facebook beefs spill out into the streets and what have you know this uh, brianna taylor and uh, her significant other kenneth walker and i hope i'm not getting his name wrong were at home in bed again this was after midnight these are working folks uh these are what they call the quote unquote law-abiding citizens and somebody's busting down their door and and you're supposed to be able to defend your castle and all of that um, but, you know, so much information, and that's what I aim to do is to just lay out the documented evidence that before they even uh, assemble and stage uh, those militarized police in the parking lot of this apartment complex, and then the narcotics uh, officers fighting this archaic drug war, um, which has was started during the Nixon administration and supported um, by each and every subsequent administration, uh, whether you're talking Democrat or Republican, the drug war is still in effect right now. Uh, it, and it is an issue, and lots of people have died because of these no-not uh, warrants. So we'll be laying out the facts, but when you don't have the facts and, and you're demonizing the victims, you know, that just really says something about you. It's one thing to be ignorant. You do have responsibility to seek out the correct information to, to, to fact check, if you will, 
Uh, you don't have to rely on the so-called fact-checking websites. You can just do your own fact-checking. These search engines are a very powerful tool. That phone in your hand is very powerful. These are very powerful tools, okay? That laptop is very powerful. You pull up a lot of information within seconds, all right, from all over the world. So so there's no excuse for, for ignorance. I don't want you, if you're going to be commenting on such news items and people being murdered or, or anything, uh, to be honest with you, make sure you got your facts in, in, in order and not coming from opinionists. Um, people paid like Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson uh, to engage in these character assassinations of victims. And then you then, you know, they bring out the black officials, whether they are, are Republicans or or whether they are news media personalities propped up by the donations of all uh, these racist people uh, who who want to use racial showcasing uh, to once again victimize the victims and make it seem like it's okay just because this person shares, uh, you know, a certain level of, of melanin as if that person's opinion uh, equals uh, facts when it in fact does not. All right. So that's what, what we aim um, to do tonight on this broadcast or episode, if you will, of Black Talk uh, Radio News. So let's go ahead and let me uh, pull up my information and my sources found on Black Talk Radio community. Well, it's really btrcommunity.com is what I should be saying, so I don't confuse folks. So let's go ahead and close Black Talk Radio Network and um, pull up my profile page on btrcommunity.com. This is uh, where those watching the live stream or the video later can see uh, my hair is much longer now since my uh, my pro I put up this profile picture on my profile in btrcommunity.com. Um, but yeah, so I started this thread uh, yesterday to just build a timeline and document um, as the news, credible news sources, local news sources, maybe a few national news sources, but mostly focusing on local. So let me actually blow this up so it'll be easier for those watching the video to uh, read what, what's up. So talking about the Breonna Taylor murder, I would say, I know murder is a strong word. and You got to really show some, some intent. Um, but it, it is so many charges. Uh, involuntary manslaughter. Um, again, these cops weren't weren't charged with anything, and only one was charged with with wanton endangerment. Which, over the years that I've been reporting on these type of stories, right, um, stories out of New York come to mind, stories out of New Jersey come to mind, and, and Baltimore also come to mind when they be when the police be having these shootouts with obvious criminals or let's say uh, people who are legally carrying and trying to defend themselves against corrupt cops. Because in Baltimore, they was robbing people. There was a team of narcotics cops just as was involved um, in Breonna Taylor's killing. Um, 
you know, in Baltimore where they was going around robbing folks and what have you. But my point is, is when they get into these shootouts in the community, um, there's reports of, you know, these shots going into other people's homes and what have you. But I don't recall any of these officers being charged with wanton endangerment. Okay. Um, so Breonna Taylor's dead. And she was in, in, the process towards her death started with the warrant, uh, the falsified warrant. And see, where are those charges, uh, Attorney General? That is why a lot of the defense attorneys is asking uh, questions, right? It's because it just don't add up when we look at the, the news reports and the court documents and what have you. So, you know, I don't like to, to belabor the point and I do these real fast. Um, but let me also just uh, check some stuff. I do believe if you want to participate in um, this live broadcast, you could join the chat. Um, I'm integrating two different systems, operating on two different computer systems, and sometimes it, do it doesn't work. Um, well, I'm still trying to figure it out. But let's just jump right into it because I don't like to be laboring and keep people. You know, um, from the facts. So I'm just really going to share with you um, just what either my personal commentary, commenting on a particular news story, or an excerpt from the article. Again, if you're a member of btrcommunity.com, you could go, you know, especially, you know, if you're following me, although this is a public post, uh, and you, you know, you'll see the links. So, um, we're going to start from the very beginning. So this article, cops use false information to get warrant for Breonna Taylor's home. That's a crime. On a warrant, you're seeking a warrant, these officers go to judges, magistrates, I believe. It, it depends on state to state. But you're swearing, you're taking an oath that the information that you have is true. And in this particular case, Whichever officer, I don't have the details in it, you know, right coming to mind, but they're in these articles of who sought the warrant and lied to the judge and um, falsified this information, talking about the postmaster and others. So let me just pull up. So I, 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 uh, attorneys for the family of Breonna Taylor, uh, black EMT emergency technician, was shot eight times in her home by police at Louisville. Metro PD uh, used false information to secure the warrant that led them to the 26-year-old. And that's from the local Louisville, uh, Kentucky paper, the Courier Journal. Um, let me just go ahead and open that one up. And uh, this is from the dailybeast.com. And this was reported, this was reported back on May the 16th. Now, she was um, killed, what, March the 23rd of this year, 2020. So let's just get grab an excerpt. Attorneys for the family of Breonna Taylor Black EMT shot eight times in her home by police. A Louisville Metro PD used false information to secure the warrant that led them to the 26-year-old. The Courier-Journal reports police linked Taylor with a suspect in a narcotics investigation. Jamarcus Glover saying he visited his apartment two months prior 
saying she visited his apartment two months prior with a U.S. personal service package. A detective said he verified via a United States Postal Service inspector that Taylor had been receiving packages on Glover's behalf. However, an inspector in Louisville said in an interview Friday that local police had not consulted with his office. The Taylor family's attorney said the remark directly contradicts what the police stated in the affidavit. See, these these are sworn affidavits, people, to secure a no-not warrant for her home. Uh, Glover, and and we'll have more information related to this key point in the evidence, Glover had already been arrested the night Taylor was killed because it's going to go to some more falsified uh, information after the killing, but this warrant was secured with false information, a lie to a judge, which is a crime, to secure a no-not warrant or act on a, with a sworn affidavit. And you said that a United States Postal Service, or they said, I should say, um, said, confirmed, the inspector confirmed that she had been getting packages. Made it look like, oh, she was accepting the drug. She was like some kind of drug mule or allowing somebody, you know, naively allowing somebody to send drugs to her address, and then she's taking the packages to him, okay? Um, and that turned out to be a lie, and we don't need Maury Povich to put a, do a lie to take the test because the inspector general just said if anybody needed to be subjected to a lie detector test, that is the person, uh, the officer, most likely Hankson, I believe is his last name, that sought the warrant in the first place. So that's the day. That's the Daily Beast, and they got a very long article. Y'all can check it out. Um, well, actually, they're actually linking to the actual article at the uh, Courier Journal. So that's fact number one. That's fact number one. Before uh, Brianna Taylor laid her laid her head down to sleep for the final time, before she was killed by these Louisville police narcotics officers. Okay, they had lied to a judge about her character and about evidence, and lied on the United States Postal Service inspector. This is documented. The inspector was said it in a, a, a recorded interview. So next, let's go. Let's move on down. Next, here is some after the fact. And this is a widespread conspiracy. Ain't one officer just pulled this off by himself. Again, the corruption started with the crooked cop who lied to obtain a warrant, okay? And uh, perhaps the judge is at fault, the magistrate is at fault for not requiring an affidavit or for the United States Postal Service inspector to be present to swear that they gave them this information. The cop obviously did not have an affidavit or any kind of statement signed by the postal inspector saying that this stuff that he was telling this judge was true. So these are very serious crimes. But the best that Kentucky from the prosecutors 
all the way up to, to the Attorney General, Daniel Cameron, all they could find was wanton endangerment for people in another apartment and no other charges for these officers. If you look at the facts, it casts a wide net of corruption. And it's just undeniable. So this is why it disgusts me when people try to defend these cops, try to these particular individual cops who participated in this, because there were some, it seemed like cops trying to practice justice, do their job professionally. As the, these articles show, they had to tell uh, the main suspect who got fired, who shot and killed her to lead the crime scene. He mucking up the crime scene. He tampering with witnesses, going around to the apartments, knocking on doors, questioning people. All of that was outside of department procedures. Like one of the officers or the crime investigators was saying uh, with the department, telling him this is a crime scene. Get out of here. You should leave. All right. This is documented. This isn't anyone making it up. So I'm not going to belabor the point, but let's move on to the next article. All right. And this one, let's get the date. It also came from the local paper. That's where you're going to find most of your, your best sources is from local news outlets when you're dealing with individual cases. Once it hits the entertainment, political news, circuit like Fox News and even MSNBC to a certain extent. Some of that stuff is propaganda and it's not really, you know, the facts. So let me just stop this video. And this was published by, again, the um, Courier Journal. Tessa Duvall is the article, and this was published on July the 6th. Again, Breonna Taylor was killed March 23rd, 2020. And this, this is what they found out. They found out that police lied about the search time and acted on stale intelligence. So I'm going to close that source. Again, it's linked up in btrcommunity.com. We'll also link it up in the blog post for Black Talk Radio News, but here is the main excerpt or, or point that I want, or fact I wanted to point out to um, my subscribers. Louisville Metro Police lied about the time of day they raided the home of a main suspect and arrested him in a narcotics investigation that led officers to Breonna Taylor's apartment the night she died attorneys for family claim in a new court filing. See, this is all during the discovery phase and what have you during the civil trial. And I'm not going to go off on a tangent and address something that me and a relative had a debate about whether or not um, doing the civil, filing a civil case where you can uncover evidence before they have time to destroy it, whether that harms the criminal case. Those are two separate issues. Okay, and it's just not a legitimate point to even debate. Some of this stuff, especially exemplified in Breonna Taylor's case, wouldn't have come forward and being put out to the media and, and what have you, if not 
you know, for the civil case. This is why they settled a $12 million lawsuit, which also part of the settlement was reforms to police and, and other stuff. And we'll get to that later, but I'm not going to go on that tangent right now. But so it says that uh, Louisville Metro police lied about the time of day. They raided the home of, of a main suspect and arrested him in a narcotics investigation. They led officers to Breonna Taylor's apartment, again, on falsified information uh, uh, submitted by a narcotics officer, apartment th the night she died. Attorneys for a family claim in a new court filing. Court records indicate that LMPD officers executed two search warrants as part of a broader narcotics investigation, one at Taylor's apartment and another at a suspected drug house 10 miles away, both at the same time, 1240 a.m., see, in the middle of the night. No wonder Kenneth and Breonna thought somebody was breaking in and what have you, or it was a home invasion, which happens all too often in the United States. That's why he was licensed and, and got his, his uh, 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 legally owned firearm to protect the home, to protect him and himself and Brianna. So anyway, here is the thing about that though. They changed the times. And again, you could, you can, you know, check the sources again, the uh, courier journal, and here is where they changed the times and made uh, Brianna's. Let, let me bring that up. Okay, let me pull that up because I'm trying to go off of memory and I'll be having a lot of information in my head. All right, so uh, both at the same time, um, they had actually already served the warrant on the main target, but then they changed the time to make it seem like they executed them at the same time when they actually executed the warrant on obtained under falsified affidavits uh, on Breonna Taylor's apartment. All right. Hers was done at 1240. They hit him around midnight, it seems. So uh, in his amended complaint, Aguilar says police initially recorded one time and then later altered the record to add 40 minutes, matching the same time for Taylor's apartment. Officer Kelly Hannah Goodlett, so that's important to name, uh, originally identifies the Elliott search time at 12. AM on the warrant execution form only to subsequently add a faint 40 later on to give the impression entry was made around the same time as entry to Breonna Aguilar's uh, wrote in the document filed Sunday. So th this is documented evidence that an officer changed. And how did they get once, once you execute, um, a warrant or it's been sworn out, it seems like they go in the county records, right? So did the county clerk or whoever handles that allow them, allow this officer or another officer other than Kelly Hannah Goodlett to go in there and, and, and falsify this record and make it seem like they was doing it at the same time instead of they had already obtained um, the their main target suspected drug kingpin see facts facts are important this is corruption where where was any of this presented 
to a grand jury. Where are the charges? Okay, it's not going to come from the Attorney General of Kentucky, Daniel uh, Cameron. It's not going to come from the prosecution, who I'm going to show in just a bit, uh, tried to get their main target to lie on Brianna Taylor and say she was part of a drug network. It doesn't matter if she knew him or dated him. It's sometime in the past. Some people want to suggest she deserved to be murdered by these cops or killed by these cops homicided by these cops because she knew somebody. I know people who, who sold drugs. I know people who sell drugs. What they got to do with me? I should be murdered because I know these people. They live in the community. All of, I bet you everyone listen, listening probably got a drug dealer in the family or a drug addict in the family. Let's just keep it real. All right, you got to fight misinformation with real information documented information. So, I mean, it's, co it's corruption from the start, from the start of the falsified affidavit to get the warrant, the no-not warrant. Then after they killed her, somehow at some point went in there and changed they, the date on the original exit, uh, warrant on the main target that was at 12 o'clock and then put a little faint 40 like they did them both at the same time. It seemed to me it should have been two different warrants, one for her apartment, one for his apartment, but I'm, I'm only assuming because I can't see right now the um, entire warrant, but I'm wondering if on this one of warrant, they put her address down as a place where he might be. So it's really looking for him and not looking for her. But again, they didn't try to get him to lie and say she was part of his operation, his alleged operation. So the prosecutor, uh, as I was just stating, offered a plea deal requiring the drug suspect to name Breonna Taylor a co-defendant. So check this out. This came from... Um, a national outlet, National Public Radio, which is NPR.org, on the internet. The prosecutor's plea deal required drug suspect to name Breonna Taylor as a co-defendant. This is after she's dead. They are framing this woman after she's been killed by a crooked cop. All right? And now this is, this is, this has got to be illegal. This is an ethical violation. I don't have the prosecutor's name, and they don't always handle the cases, but they give final approval to their assistance. But this, this is criminal conspiracy to me from the Louisville Police Department all the way right now to the prosecutor's office to cover up her killing. This is all criminal acts, and people want to talk about back in the blue. Y'all black the blue blindly. This is just, this is just uh, uh, people who don't care nothing about justice. And then especially if they perceive that all this injustice is happening to melanated people, people with dark skin, black people, other non-white people, and not happening to them, which it is happening to people who who share their physical traits and characteristics and phenotypes and what have you, but um, they don't care. 
as long as they see this injustice happen to people that they hate without a, a logical cause. All right. So let me just go back to BTR community and my profile thread. In the excerpt, the purpose of the raid on Taylor's home was to find evidence linking her to a ex-boyfriend, Jamarcus Glover, a convicted felon with a history of drug trafficking, according to court documents. Police didn't find any, didn't find any what, didn't find any drugs. Now it appears prosecutors attempted, again, prosecutors attempted to tie Taylor to a life of crime after her death. This is law enforcement's long history of ha working with prosecutors and prosecutors working with them to frame people in the criminal injustice system. It's, it's just too much documentation uh, throughout the criminal justice history, which is 200 years, and we can even go back to colonial days when when black people were suing for, for their freedom, and I'm not going to go down on a tangent on, on that history uh, in, Virgi in the Virginia colony, but uh, let me continue to share this excerpt, all right? So this is, again, of they framing her after death. They're violating her civil rights post-mortem. Glover was arrested the same night Taylor was killed in a separate raid on an alleged drug house about 10 miles away. Police say they recovered approximately 1922 03 grams, which is 4.2 ounces of cocaine, and over 10 dosages, units of opiates, um, according to court records. Glover's attorney, Scott Barton, told NPR that as part of a lengthy plea negotiation, the Jefferson's Commonwealth's attorney office, office offered Glover a deal that included naming Taylor as a member of his organized crime syndicate. And if you go on to read the rest of the article, the deal that they offered him was no time for alleged uh, almost five ounces of cocaine. They don't say whether it was cooked up in crack or it, it was powder. But they was going to give him probation despite his history. And, and I'm not arguing. I'm very against the drug war. And I know how it's been used by Nixon's Intent was to target the blacks and, and, and the left, all right? And they used the drug war to do that. And law enforcement is a big part of that. Uh, so anyway, this is just so plain that, as they say, a blind man should be able to see and could see if it was written in Braille, all right, to see this corruption from head to toe on this whole stinking bird. This is the kind of stuff that make people angry. This is the kind of stuff that make people shoot law enforcement officers who may not even be part of the uh, uh, corruption ring. And I blame the corrupt cops for any quote-unquote innocent cops part of this crooked, corrupt system practicing slavery. I, I blame them for not coming forth like they should be. And in this particular case, there are scenes to be people coming forth. People sharing this information didn't shred it. Working from within, as we like to talk about. I'm speculating right now, but some of the reports said they told the dude, get out the crime scene. All right, so 
There you go. Now the prosecution is in on the cover-up. These are facts. These are verified by court records and, and witnesses. They offered this man, which he turned down, probation where he could have been looking at, I don't know if Kentucky had the three strikes, three felonies in lifetime in prison. North Carolina, where we're based, certainly does. He could have been looking at life in prison. And they offered him uh, a plea deal to where he only do probation for all of this cocaine and, and this other uh, classified scheduled drugs that, you know, the drug war has put a list as a way to put people into slavery as they try to st struggle in a capitalist society. Because there's certainly not enough jobs paying living wages to go along to go around and these street people certainly aren't um, the ones smuggling it into the country. And I'm not going to go on a tangent about the DEA history of working with the Sinaloa uh, cartel to open up a pipeline, uh, a, a free smuggled drug lane uh, from the border all the way up to Chicago. Okay. Again, we have so much corruption and, and for it to be documented and obvious to anyone and you be on that back to blue, you know, crap and not acknowledging all this injustice, then, you know, I, I, I just call you an inhuman because I don't want to really engage in name calling and call you what I'm really would like to call you other than, you know, you're just inhuman. You don't have any kind of apathy for other human beings. And if it's based on the amount or percentage of melanin they have in their skin and the texture of their hair or their geographical ancestral roots, then you're a racist. Come on, man. You can't be talking about freedom and justice for all or uh, U.S. citizens having inalienable rights when we blindly turn a blind eye to all of this corruption, which we're seeing undeniably, you know, all this evidence um, the world is seeing going on in Kentucky. Kentucky telling us that black lives don't matter. Like Gaston County is telling us in a case where a white woman killed two black people with a vehicle uh, by hitting them, drunk driving, and she only got 18 months. 18 months. And that's something I will be bringing um, as I, you know, do local coverage of my community where I live, Gaston County community where, you know, I, I need to find, we need to be asking the question of why did it take an hour when police made contact with this woman after her hit and run to give her a breathalyzer. I imagine she went home, ate some food, probably shut, uh, ate a whole bunch of bread and stuff to soak up the alcohol in her stomach. Then maybe called the police. I don't know how they found her, but they found her 30 minutes later, but then they don't give her a breathalyzer to an hour. She had a whole hour. She blowed a point five when the legal limit is point eight, but I bet you if they had blowed it. And, and then this one, and the plea deal that Locke Bell, the prosecutor in Gaston County, gave her is, so that's going to be the subject of an upcoming uh, broadcast uh, where, you know, I want to encourage those of us who have an international audience or national audience to also 
be informed about what's going on in your own community and help expose um, corruption by asking the right questions. All right, so let me move on. Let me move on. So all of this cor undeniable corruption in the murder. Here we got the prosecutors conspiring to get this man to, to commit perjury. Because he will have to also swear affidavit or or be in open court, you know, swear on the Bible. You don't have to, but they give you the option to swear on the Bible, take the stand, and and to tell the truth and and read from the script. Or if read from memory, recite from memory the script they gave you. And to his credit, he did not agree to this plea deal where he'd have seen no jail time, y'all. This is this is all if the Justice Department, the Federal Justice Department, run by the corrupt Bill Barr, was interested in producing justice and using the power of the federal government to 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 investigate, they would be investigating this. But see, again, because the president, um, the way the U.S. Constitution is set up, and it should be revised. Um, is set up is that the president, no matter what party gets to appoint partisan, make partisan appointments to these positions, these very crucial positions. And they put in activist lawyers like Bill Barr and activist judges like the 200 or so he has put in uh, uh, into federal judgeships. But I don't want to go off on a tangent there. But the lies don't stop. Just, just bear with me, y'all. Just bear with me, and I hope that you will share this with those who are putting out all this false information about Breonna Taylor's murder. It's just ridiculous, man. People have a reason to riot. I'm not encouraging rioting, but, hey, we human beings are emotional beings, and when they just see an open display of tyranny like this, undeniable tyranny and public officials cover up the murder of citizens. I mean, again, the American Revolution was started um, because of the Boston Massacre where U.S. colonists or American colonists confronted British soldiers over po the policing of their community where they brutalized the youth and they confronted them. These were unarmed protesters other than they might have, I, I read they had some clubs or some sticks or what have you, but they didn't have any firearms and they were shot and killed. Crispus the Tugs, the first one to fall, who, who was um, memorialized as the the one who really stood up for liberty and justice and stood up to police brutality and tyranny of the the boot on a person a human being's neck but yet they hide their history so the headline is uh ballistics don't support attorney general cameron's claim brianna taylor's boyfriend shot the officer so again i think it was was uh, Chuck, as they call him, on sports talk media. Uh, Charles Barkley was blaming it on Kenneth Work Walker uh, firing a shot. He fired a warning shot. It, he doesn't, not that I have seen, said that he fired at officers or he fired blind, blindly through the door. I don't know. Uh, but 
the, we have again somebody in the Kentucky government who is is putting out information and saying the attorney general is lying about the bullet they pulled out of one of the cops' leg. So let me go again back to, I just want to open up, this is the Courier Journal, local paper, um, and go to the excerpt because, that you know, people have limited time. They don't want to, you know, sit around uh, for hours when you can just get to the point. Cameron told reporters Wednesday the investigation into Taylor's March 13th death had ruled out friendly fire. That, that is a typo right there. Um, they meant March the 23rd. Had ruled out friendly fire from ex-Louisville Metro Police Officer Brett Hackerson as the source of the shot that went through LMPD Sergeant Jonathan Mattenley's thigh prompting him and Officer Miles Cosgrove to return fire, killing Taylor. The KSP report says, due to limited markings of comparative value, the 9mm bullet that hit and exited Mattingly was neither identified nor eliminated as having been fired from Walker's gun. That, that, that's the boyfriend. But yet, you know, all of this right-wing media and uninformed people on social media, sharing all this fake information, Charles Barkley, Shaq, Shaq and the fool, you know, with misinformation on the on a very very blatantly obvious killing and cover up of this killing from head to toe, from the narcotics officer to somebody in the magistrate's office or the clerk of court's office to allow somebody to tamper with evidence, the warrant, the original warrant, to the prosecutors all, all trying to get this man to commit perjury, to justify the murder of Breonna Taylor and, 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 and um, you know, besmirch her name, character assassination on her. And I'm seeing people making comments, these fake comments and, I mean, these comments on these articles on social media and what have you are on the um, platform of the news outlet itself. And people just repeat putting that in the comments and it's fake news. It's fake information. They either doing it ignorantly or intentionally because they back to blue, no matter what baby black to blue anti-blackness is a must with some of these people. So uh, Cameron said Hankerson had been eliminated as the shooter because the three officers, Hankerson is the cop. They got fired and only charged with wanton endangerment and nothing related to the evidence that he falsified and, and trampling around the crime scene and, and tampering with witnesses. All of this is documented in these articles in this thread on btrcommunity.com. But uh, so Hankerson, had, they're saying the attorney general lied when he said Hankerson had been eliminated as the shooter of the other cop because the three officers were all carrying 40 caliber handguns while Walker had a nine millimeter. But appearing later that night on CNN, this is national media, Steve uh, Romines, 
One of Walker's attorneys said he had obtained a LMPD record showing Hankinson had issued a nine, been issued a nine millimeter weapon as well. So I wonder, you know, if he had a 40 millimeter and a nine millimeter cop that got that fight, that got fired. Okay. And tampered with evidence and lied and wow. But he had a nine millimeter, but uh, they're saying all the cops only have 40 millimeters. So um, again, Daniel Cameron is a problem. ADOS in Kentucky. Um, we got all these folks. I wonder if folks voted for him in Kentucky. I don't know if he's the first African-American uh, attorney general in Kentucky, but I wonder if a lot of people just voted for him because of his skin color, because it happens on both sides of the aisle and, and really, you know, the core platform that they running on really don't matter. And this guy was just elected this year in 2020. He took office this year. So what's that, another four years? But I think he need to be investigated and recalled and actually prosecuted if it shows that if he ain't just repeating lies being handed to him, he's still a participant in the cover-up. He's got to go and should face charges. This is why they settled for $12 million. But he represents the state. So if I was the family, I'd be looking to sue the state of Kentucky for the Attorney General Daniel Cameron uh, participating in the viola the post uh, uh, post mortem violation of Breonna Taylor's civil rights. That's what's going on here. That's on the state right there. He's participating in the cover up with local, county and city officials tell y'all y'all wonder why so many millions of people around the globe subscribe to black lives matter knowing that it don't mean just justice for black people but it means that if you look out for black people who are the least cared about then everybody cared about if you have justice for them you automatically got justice for everybody that's why so many people have bought into the movement, not the org, but the movement. Whether they use that, that terminology or not, but we see them out here fighting for justice and reforming um, areas that can be reformed and abolishing other areas that shouldn't exist, like drug war policy. Drug war shouldn't even be happening, let alone putting people into prison slavery over it. So uh, let me move on. Lying about the ballistic report. There's no evidence uh, concrete showing that Kenneth Walker shot the cop. It's likely Hankinson shot him. He had a nine millimeter too. Now the next article, the inside story of how Louisville $12 million Breonna Taylor settlement came together and I didn't include this article but there is one I think I shared on Black Talk Radio Network's Facebook page of some South Carolina University of South Carolina uh, law students who also uh, participated in helping uh, Benjamin Crump's law firm and the attorneys assigned to uh, that family's case and uh, again during the discovery phase Again, people talking about you shouldn't do, you should wait to after a criminal child before you file a civil case. 
No, you 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 do as the law allows, because that puts pressure. It uncovers evidence that otherwise might be lost if you wait for them to destroy it. So they wanted to hurry up and sweep this under the rug. Uh, kudos to the family for not signing a non-disclosure form. To like when uh, what was the young man killed in Chicago, shot down in the street like a stray dog by by a, a vicious inhuman. I can't remember his name, but they gave his mama. Emmanuel, uh, uh, Obama's former chief of staff, was the president at the time. I mean, excuse me, mayor at the time, Rahm Emanuel, and they settled it for $5 million with the boy's estranged mother who was not raising him because he was in the system and she couldn't talk about it. See, that's the difference in these cases. So anybody trying to throw any shade at the family or Benjamin Crump or attorneys in general who work on civil rights, that's separate than criminal defense attorneys, that's separate than prosecutors, that's separate than the attorney general. You know, you got to know how the system works if you're going to comment on the, on the system. It has many different cogs and how it works. And if you don't understand that, then how can you... Uh, uh, come up with solutions on solving these problems of slavery and racism and that's going on. Institutional slavery and racism, modern day slavery. Um, so I just recommend that article. Let me share some of the excerpts from that. Tamika Palmer's hands, that's the mother of Breonna Taylor's hand, uh, hands were shaking. The 12-page document she was signing that money stipulate, Monday stipulated the city would pay her $12 million, a record settlement against the Louisville Metro Police Department. And it promised much more than a dozen police reforms she hoped would save another mother her grief after police fatally shot her daughter, Breonna Taylor, on March 13th. It keeps saying 13th, but other information I came across said it was the 23rd. But still, Palmer was apprehensive. What people understand, she wondered, that her signature did not mean she was abandoning her right for justice for her daughter. Apparently, people have been putting that out. Again, I got into you know a little debate with my cousin about this. He was saying, oh, the civil harms this, that, and the other, and the families, and my cousin didn't say this, but other people was talking about, oh, the family taking blood money. This, this is absurd. I don't know if it'd be coming from, from uh, uh, racist white people disguising themselves as black people, especially when they had them crazy spell African names, and, and you look at their profile, and it just looks like a Republican or a neo-Confederate page because of the stuff they share and they like is more than likely a neo-confederate suspected racist or a paid troll. They could be black, again, because melanin does not um, dictate morality. That, that's, those are personal characteristics. So I, I just recommend people check out that article. Um, the very troubling question Kentucky Attorney General isn't answering on the Breonna Taylor decision. So Benjamin Crump and the other attorneys for the family is right to call out, and journalists are right, activists are right to call out um, the Attorney General Daniel Cameron to release the grand jury transcripts. And there is a movement to make all, I, this goes back to, to uh, Mike Brown's killing. 
uh, in Missouri, um, Ferguson, right? This goes back to some of the stuff uh, in his case and the, the secret grand jury testimony that became an issue in making that public. There should be state law change through state legislators to make all of that transparent. No secrecy. You can redact the names of key witnesses to protect their safety to after the trial, but to just make the entire proceedings transcripts secret, that 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 just sounds I mean, who wants a government that's engaged in those sort of practices that's usually associated with tyrannical governments, fascist governments, and what have you. So that I agree with um, the family's attorneys and calling on Daniel Cameron. What did you present to the attorney, the grand jury, that these people only came back with wanton endangerment charges for people in the other apartment, and not for the murder of Breonna Taylor or the homicide or the killing? They get creative with these charges and holding people responsible. Okay, so again, as all of this was coming out over the months since March, this is evidence coming from the civil trial, citing court recommends, providing documents, the news media interviewing officials about, hey, so-and-so said you said that Breonna Taylor was getting drugs in the mail um, for this guy and taking it to him, and that turned out to be a lie. And this person said, I didn't say that. The postal inspector, I didn't say that. That's a lie. There's no defense for any of the law enforcement apparatus from the, the, the city cop to any county officials, city officials, state representatives for those districts where this occurred all the way to the attorney general and the governor's office, and then all the way up to Donald Trump in the U.S. Justice Department run by the corrupt uh, Bill Barr, in my opinion. But this is, this is the, where we are now. This is closer to where we are now in the historical timeline. Police said they announced their present before using a battering ram to break in the door. Oh, but they have us believe, oh, they announced themselves or what have you. And again, I didn't include this article, but now they're saying that one of the neighbors, after this guy legally canvassed for witnesses, knocking on doors, Hankerson, this guy to say that he heard them knocking on the door when he initially said that he did not hear such a thing. But after talking to police again, and all of us are talking to someone again. Now he's saying they announced themselves. They ain't announced themselves. They did a home invasion. The whole purpose of a no-knock warrant in the middle of the night is to surprise the person while they're in bed. Man. So this is the excerpt from the article. Uh, where's the article from? Um, the article is from USAToday.com. It's a very good article. Police said they announced their presence before using a battering ram to break in the door, but Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, said they didn't hear anyone say anything and fired a warning shot. 
and what he thought was someone trying to break in. Police say his bullet hit mantingly in the thigh, severing an artery, and the officers returned fire, killing Taylor. Still troubling questions remain about the grand jury's decision and A.G. Daniel Cameron's presentation to those on it. How could Hankerson be charged with wantonly endangering three of Taylor's neighbors by shooting into their homes, but not with endangering Taylor herself? Even if Madeline and Cosgrove had the right to defend themselves by returning fire against Walker after he shot at them and hit Madeline again, the ballistics don't match up. Did they have justification to shoot and kill her, an unarmed person who posed no threat? And did the grand jury even get to vote on whether Madden Lee and Cosgrove should have been charged with any degree of homicide? Or did Cameron decide for them that they acted in self-defense? Again, the politicization of these social issues, of these public servant issues. It's not about justice. It's about I'm on this, I'm in this political game or I've been labeled as being part of this political spectrum when it isn't about the facts that a human being was murdered in the very least, at least her characters being murdered now, attempted by government officials to justify an unjust killing of this U.S. citizen. Her human rights don't matter. Her civil rights don't matter. Her constitutional rights as a U.S. citizen don't matter to anyone in Kentucky that's in government and in power to do anything about it. And there is no one to this point in the Department of Justice that's doing anything to bring justice and in investigating the entire chain of custody. Everybody that's involved that I have laid out in this episode of the news reports. And again, this isn't, as I was mentioning other, other cases earlier, this isn't anything new. This is part of the systemic pattern all across this nation. So I just shared this article as a bonus. I think that's the last one in the thread. Yeah. Um, and this one came from NBCnews.com, but it just came out as I was just fit, putting the finishing touches on my thread of the articles or the sources I was going to share with my audience tonight. But lastly, the, uh, it, the excerpt I shared from that article, lastly, the systemic corruption and crime within law enforcement ranks, a Texas sheriff facing charges for falsifying evidence, just like in the Breonna Taylor case, a Texas sheriff who starred on the controversial reality slave catcher show, Live PD, was arrested Monday on evidence tampering charges in the case of a black man who died in police slave catcher custody. Williamson County Sheriff Robert Chody is accused of destroying or concealing audio and video footage that showed his deputies pursuing and using force on Javier Ambler, 40, 40 years old, in March of 2019, according to an indictment. Let me back up um, um, other lies um, that's in those articles about Breonna Taylor that I share with you tonight. They lied and said there was no body cam footage, said uh, narcotics officers for the Louisville uh, Police Department 
uh, weren't required to wear body cam officers, but it was one of that seven-man team um, that had body cam footage and recorded some of what went on and some of the other illegal criminal against department procedure, whatever you want to call it, um, um, actions of members of the department who are investigating it or part of the, the, the killers who are then trying to cover up their tracks in the killing of Breonna Taylor, the, the wantonly uh, disregard and killing of a U.S. citizen who they lied about to even be there at her place in the first place on a sworn warrant. The, the, where is the U.S. Marshal Service? There's no justice in the United States, man. So it went on to say the footage, uh, uh, the footage was captured by live PD cameras on the night that Ambler, a former postal worker and father of two, died following a 22-minute car chase by Williamson County deputies. Ambler's death and the questions over the destroyed live PD footage ignited a controversy that led to the cancellation of the hit A&E show in June. And I've talked about them in past broadcasts of A&E profiting off of turning modern-day uh, slavery and human trafficking into entertainment. That's what these police slave catcher shows are about. These prison, reality prison slavery shows are about, but it's not in the context that it is slavery. Okay? So again, um, follow me on btrcommunity.com. Um, if you're not a member of our social community, which benefits our nonprofit Black Talk Media Project, please do so. You will find that thread I started yesterday um, with all of this documentation. Let's just go through the headlines one more time. Just the headlines. Cop used false information to get warrant for Breonna Taylor's home. Breonna Taylor family lawyers, police lied about search time, acted on stale intelligence. Prosecutors plead deal required drug suspect to name Breonna Taylor as a co-defendant. Ballistics don't support Attorney General Cameron's claim Breonna Taylor's boyfriend shot officer. The inside story of how Louisville 12 million Breonna Taylor settlement came together. All this corruption, they ain't had no choice, man. All this evidence, the preponderance of the evidence. This is, man, I tell you, man, this is the worst cover-up I have ever came across Stitching together news media reports. Police said they announced, uh, what's that last? The very troubling question, questions Kentucky's attorney general isn't answering on the Breonna Taylor decision. And the last bonus to show a pattern and practice across the United States, sheriff who starred on live PD charged with evidence tampering and black man's death. This is in Texas. Same thing Louisville did. Same thing the quote-unquote bad apples do all throughout. Uh, they do it all throughout the United States. And we just don't have enough good cops coming for it. They exist. They, they're there, and I know they're up against that gang mentality 
Um, you know, the game with their colors, the uh, the black and gray uh, desecrated U.S. flag with the thin line, blue line through it, that's a game sign. That's game. That's that's like a game um, colors. Colors. They games display. That's what that is. That's what that about. And we know that there are officers who are afraid to go up against that gang that, that will kill you or set you up to be killed or destroy your career if you come forward, like they did the guy in L.A. who came across the video, the uh, uh, non-white, um, I would say Hispanic-American man, probably Mexican-American uh, uh, law enforcement officer, former Marine, retired from the Marines, or, or yeah, and joined law enforcement. He came across that video where they choked that man to death, uh, stuck the baton in his mouth, and then he he leaked that to the press. They suspended him. They didn't give him a medal for showing this cover-up, this video cover-up, which included supervisors, the narcotics officers who, who killed this man. That That's recent. That's not a year ago. That's a couple of weeks ago. That was a recent story. So we see it all across the United States, but... The purpose of to, to this BTR News episode was to lay the facts out in a chronological order. So there's no arguing with these suspected racists and, and other people who don't care about anyone, let alone black people. They don't care about justice, period. Because I've seen too many cases of white people unjustly killed like that white man made to crawl on his knees begging for his life with his hands up somebody don't shoot me and 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 the cop on his body cam recording him making this man do all this furtive movement to use tech uh uh industry jargon or what will we call it career jargon jargon furtive movements yeah crawl towards me you know Put your hand over here, put your hand, like he's doing Simon Says, right? And then shoots the man. Instead of just telling him lay flat on his face and then, you know, secure secure the detainee, you just kill this unarmed white man. And people support that. Black, white sacrifices, Mr. Fuller would care. Well, I will sacrifice this, this white life just as long as I can continue to see police kill non-white people and get away with it. it We're we dealing with sick people, all right, psychologically ill people, people with mental illness, mental disease. What other way can you explain their inhuman behavior? Okay, so I tell you, man, a lot to go on, and so... Uh, my next episode, I'll be focusing on that hit-and-run case here in Gaston County um, where the drunk driver only got 14 months for killing, running over two black people, and then left the crime scene. Didn't call 911 to get him any kind of aid. So many crimes. This woman, who was originally charged with several felonies and then the Gaston County prosecutor gave her a sweetheart plea deal. Man, a sweetheart plea deal. And especially when you got a monument to white supremacy and rape put up by racists in 1912, uh, but then, you know, put up in one location at the old 
uh, county courthouse. But, and there's been two, but the old court, county courthouse in Gastonia, you move it from there and put it on the 35-foot pedestal at the new courthouse where the judge and the prosecutors basically rendered some justice, so-called justice that say black lives only worth 14 months for a white woman who ran over two black people while drunk driving and left the scene of the crime, didn't render first aid, didn't call for first aid. And then you have, for unknown reasons, police making contact at 30 minutes after the accident or the vehicular homicide and then don't, don't give her a breathalyzer or a drug test for that matter until an hour to an hour and a half later which would have caused her alcohol content blood level to go down over time. And we don't know what she did in that 30 minutes that she went home. She could again ate a whole bunch of bread to soak up the alcohol in, in her system. Still blow the 0.5, though that's not justice. So, you know, we got to be aware of what's going on, where we live as much as we are aware of what's going on in the world. Please continue to support the Black Talk Media Project, which is a North Carolina-based nonprofit media organization which manages the Black Talk Radio Network um, digital media platform distributing podcasts of marginalized voices. We don't make a whole lot of money doing this. We don't even have anybody on staff getting paid a salary. We just have just enough coming in from just enough people to maintain operations. And we got to do better than that. Thousands of people, come on. You can give a dollar a month, give $10 a month, $100 a month, $1,000 a month, whatever you have, so that we can do more in using media to bring justice into this world. All right, with that said, peace and blessings to all. I was about to say some garbage like be kind, uh, but uh, I'm just going to shake my head at um, the elf lady, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, and uh, just the stuff that's coming out on her, man. But again, make sure y'all share and subscribe on whatever platform you are on. Peace. <laughs>